we are continuing our series of prayer. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, when it's not just this service that's um, doing this series. The Kids, kids Church are doing it, um, and we're also doing it across all our sites. So as a whole church across Basingstoke, we are looking at the idea of prayer. This is something we're really passionate about, about knowing and encountering our Father in heaven. Um, and I sort of, for me, it's, um, it's incredibly precious, this word of knowing Jesus. Um, almost that I didn't really want to talk about it this morning because I'm, I'm just human. Um, how can I possibly preach on knowing God? But I feel like there's been different things this morning. This is, I've not planned to say this, but there's just been different things this morning where different members of our congregation, we met um, to pray beforehand, um, we, as we always do at 10 o'clock, those that are sort of serving, and just people that have come up to me and sharing God's word. Um, we all, always have to learn it's not about us, but each and every one of us as a church are encountering our risen Lord. Um, and that's, and I just think it's just really precious that we're all hearing from him. We're doing church. We're, we're building God's church um, in partnership with God. Anyway, um, let's read from our passage today, and we'll, we'll go on from there. Um, John 17, verses 1 to 5. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do, and now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Amen. Um, well, I'm doing better than the last time I spoke because I think I was holding two boys um, at that time. Um, I, um, I've shared a few times about how before we had our boys, we were, we were foster carers. Um, and a big, a big part of when you're training to be a foster carer and you're, you're looking after children is in terms of the theory and what you're learning about is you learn about something called attachment theory, um, which is quite well known. And, and it's basically about the importance of a primary caregiver for children as they're growing up in those early years. And, and then when I had my own two boys, that, that comes into conversation again. And, and the idea of attachment is so important that they talk about it um, from, from when you're carrying a baby through to those first moments when, when you give birth. And that's where we um, midwives will talk about something called skin to skin. And so when a baby is born, if they possibly can, they will do, they'll do all they can to place a baby um, on, on your chest. Um, so you have, you have that skin-to-skin -skin moment with your child. And when both Ify and Jed were born, they were both a little bit unwell. 
Um, Ify couldn't keep his body temperature up, and um, Jed had an infection, and so he, his breathing was too fast. Um, and in both those scenarios, the, the, the doctors were doing all sorts of things, but they were saying, what you can do is just continue that skin to skin. The baby's been inside you for so long, it needs to be as close as possible to regulate their heart rate, to regulate their temperature, to regulate their breathing, to keep you, to keep them close to you. And in fact, a, um, the, the, the sort of studies continue, and the most recent thing that I heard with, with Jed, who's about to turn two, but the most recent thing I heard was from a health visitor, I think, was telling me, um, and she said, Babies actually don't even, up until the, till they're nine months old, they don't even acknowledge that they're a separate person to you. They think that you're just one person. They don't see themselves as a separate being. That's how attached they are to you in that sense. Um, in our passage today, we come to this amazing moment between Jesus and God, which I'm now penning Jesus's skin-to-skin moment with his father. And the disciples, as we learned last week, they've been asking, they've been asking Jesus how to pray. How do we pray, Jesus? We want to be able to pray. Can you, can you tell us? And in this moment, God's, Jesus has done all the telling that he can and we get a glimpse of him actually doing it. This skin-to-skin moment with Jesus and his Father. But the radical bit for us is in verse 3. Because we see this moment between Jesus and his Father, and it's precious. But Jesus prays that we that we might know God in the same way. That it's for us too. We are invited in to the closeness with our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. Now I want to show you a picture. If we can can bring it up. You might recognize it. it's called The Prodigal Son. It's by Charlie Mackesee, um, who was part of HTB Church. In fact, there's a statue of this same image in HTB Church of the prodigal son with his father. Um, and Charlie Mackesee, he wrote the... I always get it the wrong way around, so I wrote it down. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. So you might know him from that. But he also has done these, this, these amazing artworks, and he's done loads of pictures based on this image. And in talking about this painting, Charlie Mackesee says this. There's something about that relationship that's fundamental to our existence. If we can, for a second a day, come to terms with it, or dare to believe that we are loved that much, then everything changes. It's the core of the gospel. Can we dare to believe it, that we are loved that much? Now, um, I, 
more often than not, I bring my dear mother-in-law into um, my talks. Laureen, um, she's very precious to me. When I first met her, um, and I've probably shared this with you before because I talk about her all the time, but when I first met her, I was just slightly overwhelmed by how much she brought Jesus into the conversation. She, you know, we'd be talking about making a cup of coffee and somehow she'd be able to, to, to talk about Jesus and bring that into, into the topic. And I remember thinking to myself, like, how do you, how do you get to that point? How, how, I don't think about Jesus all the time. I'm, that's, I'm, I just don't. You know, when I'm thinking about coffee, I'm thinking about coffee. Um, but somehow, um, Laureen just, just manages to do it. And I was like, how does she do it? And then it dawned on me that she's been a Christian a whole lot longer than I have. And she, um, she wakes up in the morning. She's got an amazing prayer pattern. She'll get up and she's got a prayer diary. And she'll, you know, she'll, if she gets a word from God, she'll write it down and send it in the post to whoever it's for. And, um, and, and she's got this amazing rhythm of hearing from God. Um, and then more recently, I was, um, I was having a cup of tea with her or something, and we were chatting. And she said... People always say that I like, I'm, I sort of, you know, I'm very prayerful. But do you know what, Nicola? I don't ever pray. I don't pray at all. And I was looking at her and I was thinking, oh, that's really interesting. Because actually, I know that she does pray. But it's so part of her. She is, she is so skin to skin with her heavenly father that she doesn't, she, she doesn't actually separate her praying and her doing and her being. For her, it's just all one thing. And I came across this quote this week from, from a man called Oswald Chambers, and he says this, the purpose of God is not to answer our prayers, but by our prayers, we come to discern the mind of God. We are close to his heartbeat we get to see what moves him, what inspires him, so that it all becomes one. And next week, we are going to look a little bit further into this. Today is about acknowledging the presence of God with us in our lives and the closeness that we get to be to God because of Jesus. And as we go on, we're going to look about what that means in the world. So I don't want to go too much into that. But spoiler alert, it means something for this world. If we get to enter into the presence of Jesus in our lives, then it means something for this world. And as Jesus goes on to pray, that's what's revealed in his prayer. The Father is addressed in every line of this prayer. So whatever he prays about, he's praying intimately with his father. And essentially, some people call this, this prayer that we get in Jesus' final moments, they call it the real Lord's Prayer. Um, and so we are, next week, we are going to talk more about, um, about praying and what we're praying for and where we're going and what we're doing. But we are going to do it a little bit today. 
We will go on and worship together and we will be worshiping in the presence of Jesus. But I want to give us a little, before I finish and before we go and encounter more of Jesus, I want us to, to have a little exercise of doing that. Because one of the, essentially, when we are, when we are acknowledging God's presence in our prayer lives and in our daily lives, we are praying the prayer in the Lord's prayer, your kingdom come. Your kingdom that we believe is here on earth, we say come, come into our lives. Um, and so you'll notice, we've dotted these around. I'd love you to grab hold of one, if you can. Um, in a few weeks' time, we will be launching the Alpha Course. And it's a wonderful, for those of you that don't know, it's an amazing tool. Um, it's a course that we can use to introduce people to Jesus and tell them about Jesus. Um, and so just in these weeks beforehand, as we come together in prayer, we want to, um, I just want to have a way that we can challenge one another to be praying for those in our lives that might not know about the love of Jesus. Um, so, this is, um, it's called 1102, so in Luke 11, verse 2, is the Lord's Prayer, and it includes the line, your kingdom come. So these cards represent that prayer, God, your kingdom come. And if you can grab a pen, I need a pen too if anyone's got a spare. <laughs> no, you should have pens dotted around, I'll take PJs, you can do yours in a minute. I'd love you to think of three people you know that do not know Jesus and write them down. And so we're going to write them down now. And then, do you need a pen? Share it out. That was a bad throw, sorry. Not been watching enough rugby. Um, Great, so when we've written that down, then I want you to grab your phones and go into the alarm and set an alarm for an 11.02 each day. If you're going into the office where you might get in trouble for that, then make it a silent alarm. <laughs> Maybe in the classroom, that might not go down so well. So silent, <laughs> silent alarms for those that don't want to get in trouble. But hey, it's a good talking point. 11.02 every day, and then as a church, the challenge is that 11.02 every day, we're going to pray for three people in our lives. Now, even just amongst us, we, again, we're doing this in every, in every service today. So even with just us, that's, that's a good few hundred people that are going to be prayed for at 11.02 every day, and we're going to pray, God, let your kingdom come in, their, in those lives. And then the third thing, we're going to wait and watch and see what happens. Because we believe that when we enter into God's present presence, it changes things. That's why we're here. Because we believe in the living God who is alive and active today. And so, so now that's the challenge. We'll come back. Let's share <laughs> with each other what God's doing. Um, let's be witnesses and, and testify to one another that God is alive and active in our world today. And see, see what happens. Watch this space. And you might even get the courage to invite some of these people to Alpha. Starts on the 1st of October. 
We're not, we're not marketing it yet, but that was a little plug. Um, <laughs> so I would love to invite you to stand up, and we're going to worship together, because, because that's what it's all about. Jesus is here, and invites us into a skin-to-skin -skin relationship with our Father.